Dave Koz joins me from an earlier Zoom interview we did, and so excited to talk to him. Dave Koz, welcome to Jazz 88, my buddy, my pal. I am so excited to see you later today. Well, you know, that I, I, I know I'm not a relative of yours. Oh, um, yes, you I, are. <laughs> I consider you my sister, Patty, so yeah. my, my other, other sister. Uh, and if I could be a member of the Peterson clan, even just, you know, on, on paper, I'd be a very happy camper. Well, I don't know. Mom adopted you first, so I kind of think that your wishes are command. You are one of us for sure. I that love was that fun. mom of yours. Oh, I miss her so much. Yeah, we do one. too. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And very excited to be um, uh, here in the Twin Cities. This is my one and only show, actual live show in 2020. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to come and do it with Corey Wong and, and see all of you and, and whoever's going to be pulling their car, <laughs> their cars up in the drive through. It's really a lot of fun. And the thing is, we are so excited, not only as performers, but to be able to go hear live music is such an amazing gift, especially right now, that it will soothe your soul just a little bit. I'm positive of it. Well, it's, it's, it's not just for the audience. I think it's for us, too. I haven't done a right. show uh, since this year, uh, and, which is so odd as a musician, as someone who makes their living on the road, um, to not actually <laughs> have done it uh, at all this year. I feel like there's a part of my body that's missing. So as much as I, I do, you know how I feel about the Twin Cities. I love, yes. um, I love that, that area. It's like my second home. So I'm very excited to be able to come and, and, and do a show for the Twin Cities. But I think it's as much for us on stage as it is for the audience. I agree with you, too. And so, you know, let the love affair begin. Why not? Good. Yes, Good. absolutely. Well, and you're going to be with Corey Wong. And, of course, you are on a couple of the songs. Well, his one of his most recent CDs. You've got you're on Restoration and you're on the song Watercolors as well. That is... I kind of know the backstory, but you feel like telling the listeners, what, how did you become involved with Corey Wong? Well, Corey um, was harassing me. <laughs> he was, yes, he, he was. was. Online, he was online bullying me for, yeah. for literally months because he got it in his sights that he wanted to get on our cruise, get him and his band on our cruise. So he, at shows that he was doing, he would... Uh, they had this this projection uh, thing where they would project images from from our cruise, and, and he would talk to his audience. He'd say, "Well, who is this guy, and why does he have a cruise, and why are we not on it?" So I'm asking you, my fans, to drive this guy crazy with my name over and over until I finally get a chance to meet him, and he understands how good I am, and he puts me on the cruise. Well, that actually happened. And I was minding my own business, and all of a sudden, I get all these these personal messages, direct messages on Instagram from these people I didn't know, kids, you know, young kids, saying sure. you have to, you, Corey Wong, Corey Wong, Corey Wong. I was like, who is Corey Wong? So finally I did my research and I found out just how incredible this kid is. And yeah. uh, he was in Los Angeles. We connected, I met him. And once I met him and then saw the energy and I saw the passion, I said, let's, Let's do some stuff together. And so the next time I was in the Twin Cities, he arranged a recording session that your brother, Ricky, was at. 
and um, we all played a, a few songs together. Those songs came out online, and all of a sudden, people started to know me associated with Corey Wong, and I loved it, and we invited him on our cruise, him and his band, and then they, the cruise people loved him, and so this is just an ongoing um, relationship, and now we wrote a bunch of songs, and oh, the... Right. Those songs are going to be the, the basis for my next album, which we are recording right after Labor Day. So, oh, kidding. really? Yeah. So we're going to be playing a lot of new music that we that we created together. This is almost like a warm up gig for our, our recording sessions. That's really what it is. So does that mean you're going to be in town for a little while, or you'd rather not say? <laughs> I should be for a week. I'm going to be oh, in. Uh, in Minnesota for a week and hoping for some nice weather and uh, some nice relaxing, uh, hopefully some pool time at my uh, my family's house. Yes, yes, your family loves seeing them every year. That's so much fun. It's Crooner's Supper Club that Dave Cause and Corey Wong are performing at on Sunday night, two shows. Really, you're not doing your summer horns this year. I'm sure this baby's going to be sold out. So how much fun. It's a party, a socially distanced party. I'm really very nice. excited about it and uh, looking forward to seeing you there as well, Patty. Oh, you definitely will. Dave, I saw you have a new album out and you really have taken this time of COVID and done some really special tracks. And I love the first one that I heard the summertime in New York City. And of course, I'm a big fan of Brian McKnight. Talk about how you came up with making a new CD and the new CD, I believe, is called A New Day. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, it's. I, I knew that I wanted to make a new record this year. Um, earlier this year, before the pandemic, it was kind of floating around as an idea because 2020 is the 30th anniversary uh, of my first record came, coming out. In fact, October 9th, when this record, A New Day, comes out, it's actually 30 years and one day after my debut came out. So no New Day... Uh, a new day is reflective of me personally because you know I feel so grateful and and blessed to be able to still be making music and and doing what I love. But when the pandemic hit in March, the the idea for the album really came into view because listen, we we all not all of us but most of us use music as a way to get through things to to add right. those levels of comfort and calm and just to make us feel better. And I, re I reflected very soon that people were feeling very, very disjointed. This was an unprecedented time in so many ways. And so I knew that it was going to be a challenge. And I spent the first couple months of the pandemic trying to figure out how to do this, lining up groups of, um, of songwriters that I could write the songs with virtually, which I did. And then once those songs were written and demoed, then having musicians play on the songs and replace some of the synthesizer and and, um, and drum tracks and stuff like that. So this album was made completely virtually and with the express purpose of just providing some some of that good comfort and calm and joy and hope that we all need. The way that I can best sum up the way the album, what it's meant to be, it's meant to be a musical hug. and. We, we're just needing a hug right now as a, as a country, as a world, because we've been pushed and pulled in so many unspeakable ways from this whole thing. And um, this, this is just one 
thing that I felt like I could do to provide that musical hug for people, for my fans that are looking for music that can make them feel better. So that's what we did. What a great, great idea. That's Dave Cause. We'll get back to him in a moment. That was a Zoom conversation that we had recently. Let's hear that first release from your new CD, and it's called Summertime in New York City. This is Jazz 88. Dave Cause, and the name of the new CD is called A New Day. That song we just heard, brand new release, it's called Summertime in New York City. Dave is in town, and he's going to be joining Corey Wong later today at Crooners. I have a question for him. We'll go back to that Zoom conversation we had earlier. I, I'm wondering how challenging that was to make a virtual CD. It was extremely cha- challenging, but you as a musician, you understand that in situations like this, what do you do? You, you, you go with what you know. So we decided to spend a little bit more money and hire the best musicians possible. Musicians that have played on hundreds or maybe even thousands of records, uh, like Paul Jackson Jr. is a good example, or John Robinson, or Nathan East um, did uh, bass on uh, some Love track. Him. Yeah. You know, these are guys that know you don't have to be in the room to produce them to make sure that they're going to do it right. They just intuitively, instinctively know what to play. So we would get the tracks back from these legendary musicians and it would be amazing. And then we just kept layering on top of layer. And the next thing we knew was time for me to put my stuff on there. And and I did and for my home studio. Everybody worked in their home studio. We even wrote the music this way. And then we really? had unbelievable special guests that that um bob james plays on a a song called long goodbyes david sanborn and i wrote a song together wow side by side and uh david played on it and so it's like the first time that even though we've been great friends for a long time did a tour together with your brother by the way um uh, but we had never recorded anything together, so this was a, another first. Uh, as you mentioned, Brian McKnight sang uh, our first release, Summertime in New York. Uh, Rick Braun, um, Philippe Sace, uh, Marc Antoine, uh, Paul Jackson Jr., Jeff Lorber. So we had a lot of people come to the party, and, and because it was recorded in the quarantine, everybody was like, all these musicians were like, looking for something to to sink their teeth into so the performances that were recorded have another layer of energy to them because i think these people were just looking for something to play on that's that's what we did and and um uh this little campaign that we started last week called colors of a new day uh gives us the opportunity to release more than just one song so we're releasing six songs uh over six consecutive fridays and we did it with uh, like a different color every Friday. So we started with red, um, then we uh, had uh, orange, then yellow, and each song has a, a color coordination. 
and people are playing at home and sending me pictures of them in the colors. <laughs> and at the end of this whole thing, the, the six colors make a rainbow. And I, I thought it was a nice metaphor um, for where we are in this pandemic in that I truly believe in my heart that we are going to a better uh, a better place. Like at the end of all of this, and we're not there yet, Patty, and we have a long way to go, but at the end of it, my feeling is, my hope is in prayer is that we're going to much better days. Like this is actually something that is beneficial to us, even though it doesn't feel that way now. Well, we're still living in a lack period, but I am so proud of all the musicians for finding ways to still create. And you are setting another example yet again, Dave Cause. That's what I love to see about you is what do you have around the corner? Now, you know, with a new album comes um, a CD release. How do you do that? <laughs> well, we're, we're trying to figure these things out. We've, we've all been uh, having to find new ways to uh, access our audiences. I'm sure that you've done the same thing uh, and all your family members as well. And I think it's, it's interesting, even though you, you, we're, we're sort of older, set in our ways, we think we know everything, and then all of a sudden forced into this new area where we have to find out all the new new technology and new ways of doing things. So there's a company called Looped that we discovered. There's one of many companies that have sprung up over in the last few months, basically because of the pandemic, that allow uh, a platform for musicians and artists to access their fans. So we're going to host our first ever virtual record release party on the release day, October 9th. It's going to be at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can buy a ticket uh, at my website. The tickets are $15, and you get the album included in your wow. ticket price. And um, we're going to have uh, live musicians. We're going to have a lot. Of, we're going to have special guests. We're going to have some surprises. There's going to be a and a There's going to be fan interaction um, that we can utilize. And it's just a way to all be together. If we can't do a concert, normally I would be going out on tour to promote a new album. We can't do that. So we have to come up with something new. So we're trying it out. I have no idea if it's going to work, but we're going to see. And I think it'll be, a, no matter what, I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It is going to be fun. It's going to be one for the books. And the music already speaks for itself. So what have you released so far? Is this the second song that you've just released or are you on to your third right now this we just released number two okay uh, the first one was called uh, summertime in new york which was written about the resilience of of new yorkers because they were hit hard in the very beginning of the pandemic and uh song number two is a tune that i wrote with darren ron wonderful sax oh. player and producer and that's called the closer we get week number three which will be uh this coming friday um, is there's one cover on the album, and that is the Beatles' Yesterday. Oh, my. I always loved that song. I never recorded it, but I thought that in, in an album that is rooted in this pandemic, to have a song, when you listen to the lyrics, and it's, I play it, I don't, I don't sing it, obviously, but when, you, when you, you, everybody knows the lyrics to Yesterday, when you listen to the lyrics with, through the lens of the pandemic and the year that we've had, it was just yesterday how we long for the innocence of yesterday when we didn't know what was coming. And so I thought as uh, to include on an album that is so rooted in the pandemic that to be able to have one song that 
reminds us of how much our, our lives have changed in such a short period of time. It, it felt like a, uh, an important part of the narrative. What a wonderful selection and true. And I have a hunch when you start playing it live, not if, but when, you will have a lot of people singing along with you and being so grateful that you gave them something to hang on to, that song and so many others. Oh my gosh, Dave Cause is my guest coming to the Twin Cities. He's here right now, gonna be playing a couple concerts tonight. Dave, I love you, I love your music. People can get their hands on your new CD, how? Well, if you visit my website, which is davecause.com, uh, as soon as you visit there, you can find any streaming service right there. Uh, pick one that uh, resonates with you, and it'll take you to the page to listen to the music. And over the next six weeks, we're releasing six songs, because we can do that now with the digital yeah. age. We can do that. And then on October 9th, the full album will be available um, and our uh, record release uh, virtual event is going to happen that day. And, and so, yeah, DaveCross.com is the best place to find all the information that you, uh, that you could possibly want. Well, how wonderful. Well, congratulations. Talk to you soon. I love you, my brother. I, will. I love you, my sister. <laughs> Please do my best to, to everybody in the whole family and everybody at the radio station. Um, and thank you so much for always being such an incredible cheerleader and great source of support. And you know you got that from me as well in everything oh, that you do. Thank you so much. Love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Love you.